0: you're listening to the parents who talk podcast we're here to help you find commonality and community in parenthood now let's talk this week i sat down with nadia sacco founder of mom shirt co and we talked all about motherhood anxiety and starting a small business we hope you love this episode here is nadia sacco So, let's get started. Um, Tell me a little bit about you and your family.
1: So, my husband and I met um, about nine years ago. We got married seven years ago. Um, We met at a wedding, (laughs) which was fun. And we danced, and he never got my number. (laughs) Oh. Like, two years went by. We ended up in the same circle of friends and started dating, so... Um, We've kind of a long story, but (laughs) we have three kids together. They are about to have birthdays. They'll be um, three, five, and seven.
0: Oh, fun. Do they all have birthdays close together?
1: Yeah, so my girls both have May birthdays, and my son's birthday is in February. So it's kind of like that time of year.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So you have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a
1: three-year-old? Three-year-old, yeah.
0: Do you like those age gaps?
1: Yeah, it felt really close for a while yeah it felt like I had like three toddlers basically um but now I'm loving it it's gotten a lot easier but there was a time there where I thought I might lose my mind yeah (laughs) for sure
0: (laughs) I bet oh my goodness yeah I have a three-year-old and then an almost one-year-old and I'm like any closer than that Uh, would be hard
1: Yeah. yeah yes to anyone feeling like the pressure to have them close together, I say, just relax and let it happen because it's really hard. I don't know why everyone told me to have them close together. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard.
0: Okay. And so you guys started, or maybe it was just you, I don't know. Um, Mom Shirt Co. And you just recently yeah. sold it, I saw. yes. So yes. tell me about how you got started with that.
1: So my husband and I um, started it together, ran it together, totally 50-50. So we're huge fans of The Bachelor. Do you watch that show? Uh, Of course. So you watch. (laughs) So um, we became huge fans of this particular contestant. Her name was Amanda Stanton. She was a mom. um, Super cute. And we just loved her on her season. And um, for those that don't watch, there's a kind of an after show called The Women Tell All. They get all the girls together and they just kind of dish it out. Um, And on the women tell all Amanda Stanton had this super awesome quote and she said being a mom is my jam and we said that would make an awesome t-shirt and we put it to Twitter just to kind of see what people would say and everybody loved the idea and Amanda herself favorited the tweet oh my Um, gosh so that kind of created a buzz from the start and so we contacted our buddy who has a printing shop and we said hey can you make us a shirt and he said yeah so He's a big fan of the show too. <laughs> so within a day we had a t-shirt and we went in my backyard and I put the shirt on and we took a photo and we started like a rinky dink website with one shirt <laughs> oh. and it was awesome. We launched on my husband's birthday and we went out to dinner and the whole night we were getting like the kaching noise on our phone. Oh, when you yes. make a sale, it makes a noise. Yes. And it was like all through dinner. It was like kaching, kaching, ka-ching, We were like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention Amanda herself. She retweeted it. So that made even more of a buzz. So everyone saw the shirt. We ended up sending her a shirt and then she posted in it. And so she really helped us get like an a awesome start. And we were hooked from then on.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Okay. I have yeah. that shirt. It's in my closet. <laughs> um, I think awesome. I got it at a boutique or something um, that's awesome. when I had my daughter, but yeah, so that's really cool. And how, so, when did you start that?
1: That was four years ago, last four month. Years ago? Okay. Yeah.
0: And then what kind of journey did you go on with it? So you started with just the one shirt.
1: Yeah. And then it just it grew from there. It was wild. It was wild. We had no idea what we were doing. I mean, even that first batch of sales, we had no idea how to ship a shirt. <laughs> like, we yeah. had no idea. We were Googling everything. And it was funny looking back because we used to handwrite every label.
0: Oh my gosh. We didn't know
1: how to like print them. We didn't yeah. have a printer. We didn't have a computer to be honest with you. Oh my gosh. If you think you can't start a business, you can from your yeah. phone. So we were handwriting the labels and we'd go to the post office and they would transact them one by one. We would spend hours at the post office. Oh they would my. ring it up. We'd enter our debit card. You get a receipt and you'd start over and we would just sit there forever. Oh my gosh. So we needless to say, we learned so many lessons, especially that first year, mostly by making mistakes like that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it just grew from there. More shirts, more amazing moms that, you know, joined the mom shirt community. And we were amazed what it turned out to be. We clearly had no idea it would ever be what it was.
0: <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. And you decided to sell it. How was that experience? Yeah.
1: I've considered telling a different story, but I always kind of go back to what's the true story. You know, I feel like it's just best to be honest and genuine. And for me, last year, I just had a really bad bout of anxiety and health issues. And I hated to see mom's shirt kind of go by the wayside. And I had a lot of guilt about that. I felt like I was letting people down. We just kind of decided to put my health first and pass it off to someone who is in a better place in life, honestly, truly. I have no regrets. I feel like it's in the right hands now, and I'm taking care of myself so I can be a better mom, and I think that was the right decision, as sad as it was, you know? Yeah. Oh, that is so great. I love that. I love
0: that you, like, prioritized your well-being and your health. Yeah that probably wasn't an easy decision. Um, I mean, I couldn't have been an easy decision because you created this thing and then to hand it off to someone would be hard.
1: It was emotional Um, for sure, but I kind of took the time to seek out therapy and um, self-care and all those things that I think I had just put aside for so long. mm -hmm. Um, And it all kind of came to a head and it got to a point where I had to to take care of myself. I had to, I had three kids really fast and a business. And I think I just put myself so far down the list for too long.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so important. So I'm going to jump around in the questions I sent you since you brought that up. So just from following you on Instagram and you've been pretty open about having anxiety and how that Mm -hmm. affects you and as a mom. So do you want to kind of share your journey with that?
1: I'm pretty open about everything. That's so good. I love that. <laughs> To a fault, <laughs> my husband's pretty private, so I think sometimes he's like, "Oh my gosh." But I think that's how I cope is just by opening up to people, and then I receive that love and support. And it's just been something that's been really beneficial for me to just have a community of moms, and we just help each other out. You know, so. My first experience with anxiety was after I had my daughter, and I'm so blessed that I didn't have anxiety my whole life. Um, It wasn't until I became a mom, and it was certainly that postpartum hormonal kind of anxiety. I'm sure many moms listening will know what I'm talking about, but I remember I had this tiny baby under six pounds, and I think just the pressure of wanting to keep her safe and healthy and she just seemed so tiny. Like I couldn't even find clothes to fit her. She was so oh small. My and I just, that, that love, that new mom love, it's just overpowering, overwhelming. And I just, it was all so raw. I don't know. Motherhood is a very raw and real thing, especially when you're a first time mom. And I experienced anxiety to the point where, I remember one of those nights, you know, the nights, like those first motherhood nights where you're so sleep deprived, so sad, anxious, whatever it may be. And I literally had to breathe into a brown paper bag, like in the movies, like I could not breathe. And I remember looking at my baby, sleeping in the bassinet, perfectly peaceful. There was nothing wrong, but yet my body was just in overdrive. I could not breathe. I couldn't function. And that was my first experience with anxiety. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah.
0: So I have a similar experience and, but I think I've had anxiety. I know I've had anxiety my whole life and it was heightened by having kids
1: and really
0: the only time that I've taken care of it is when I've had kids. So I didn't really take care of it with my first and it was really bad. I mean, I didn't leave the house for like three months after I had her because I was so anxious and so nervous. (laughs) But, um, and then with my second, um, I actually like sought out help and therapy and medication and things like that that have completely changed my life. So I totally- So
1: important. Yes, it is. I don't think people talk about postpartum anxiety as often as they talk about the depression. So I think for me, I felt like, well, I'm not crying, I'm not sad. And so I didn't fit into that mold of what I had heard about and read about. And so I kind of felt like isolated in that. Like I was the only one experiencing those feelings. Again, therapy is huge for mm-hmm. that reason. Um, but sadly I didn't seek out therapy till a long time later. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think more now postpartum anxiety is being talked about, which is great. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, you hear, okay, you might have like the baby blues. You might be sad Mm -hmm. and you might cry all the time. And I was crying because I couldn't control everything. And I was so anxious.
1: But mama bear instinct.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I totally get the small baby. My second was um, a month early. And it was like six pounds. And when we brought him home, he was less.
1: So tiny. pounds.
0: So So tiny. And you're just like. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. And everybody wants to
1: hold them and everybody wants to pass them around. And you're like dying inside. You're like, no,
0: (laughs) please don't touch them.
1: (laughs) Don't come near us, please. How
0: other than, so you said therapy
1: is a way that you've
0: coped and helped with anxiety. Yeah. What are some other ways that you have overcome anxiety?
1: So my therapist has given me some amazing tools to deal with anxiety um, in my everyday life. One of my favorite things I've learned is every time I go to like a what if scenario in my head, she has told me to go back to what is because what was happening was I would spiral off of these hypothetical scenarios, you know, and work myself up. And it it really was debilitating, you know, and I would yes. do it constantly. And she would always remind me, go back to what is, what is real right now? And to kind of, like she calls it grounding, but like feel a blanket, feel the way a blanket feels or suck on a hard candy and just, you know, get back into the present moment because so often we're dwelling on the past or we're worrying about the future and that's a recipe for anxiety. It just is. So get back into the present moment. What's real? you know, write it down. What is actually happening? (laughs) Not what I'm worried is gonna happen. What's actually happening right now? So that's probably the number one thing. Um, Also meditation has been awesome. I met, you know, I do a meditation app as I fall asleep. And it's, it's just been huge just to calm my nervous system back down. And, you know, anxiety is something that I feel like it will be with me forever. But I think as I sharpen these tools it won't be so debilitating. It won't be so intrusive in my life. It takes practice. Your brain is a muscle and you have to exercise it and you have to practice these things. Another big thing was like my self-talk, you know, the way I talk to myself, it's just horrendous. And I just have to, to change that. I have to flip the switch.
0: Yeah. And with, with my daughter, I, and this might've been just my mom's thing. She was like, oh yeah, you'll have anxiety at the beginning, your first time mom, it'll go away. Like 18 months later, I'm like, this isn't going away. Right. <laughs> so I don't think I have a toddler now. i have a toddler and I'm still having yeah. these, like intrusive thoughts and crazy, yeah. you know, anxiety attacks. Like this isn't just something that is going to go away. Like, right. At a certain time, I think I was, I'm going to struggle with this forever, but I need to find ways to cope with that. So I love the grounding. That's like, that's something that a therapist has told me to more. So when I was having panic attacks, that right. was really, really helpful, like in the moment. Um, right. Okay. So moving on to some mom questions, what yes. is your greatest strength as a mother?
1: oh my gosh. (laughs) Another thing I've learned in therapy is like, it's so hard to answer questions like that. I'm like, I can tell you all the bad things about me a lot easier. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm a very like physically affectionate person. So I'm like the snuggliest mom on the planet. So my kids have hugs, kisses, snuggles all day long. And in turn, I made the snuggliest kids. And so I hope I hope they remember me that way. Like a mom that just like loved on them constantly, you know? I think that's one of my strengths as a mother for sure.
0: Oh, that's so awesome.
1: Does that count? Yes. That counts. (laughs) That's great. Or is every mom like that? I don't
0: know. No, my mom was not like that (laughs) and that's just her and I love her still, but she was not a physically affectionate mother. And so I'm trying to be like that. It's not natural for me to do that, but I want my kids to also remember that and to be cuddly. And my daughter is a cuddler and sometimes yes. I have to be like, I need space. Give me a
1: minute. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Whereas my husband's <laughs> like, you can cuddle me all you want. Because that's exactly. his personality. Um,
1: totally.
0: Okay. Was it harder going from one to two kids or two to three kids?
1: I think two to three was harder. Because really? then at that point I had like three under four
0: Oh my gosh. Okay.
1: So it just felt like crazy town. Whereas when I had just two, I felt like it was even numbers. And mm-hmm. I wore my son like in a wrap all the time. Okay. So my husband had my daughter and I wore my son and we just cruised. I felt like we had it down. And I felt like really confident as a mother at that point. And then mm-hmm. I had my daughter and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I know nothing. This is crazy. I'm yeah. drowning. <laughs> so... That was harder for me for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So so
0: now I'm worried because one (laughs) to two was hard. So I'm like, is two to three going to be even harder? I'm not pregnant right now. Space them
1: out. Space them out a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. So
0: you kind of answered this one already with the cuddliness, but what's one thing you want your children to remember about their childhood?
1: I hope when they look back, on their childhood that they felt safe and loved those are the two things that is my hope and my dream that they will always remember feeling safe and loved that's my goal every day
0: oh that's perfect i think yeah. they do just from what i've seen on instagram <laughs> i think they do
1: <laughs> so so far so good yes. <laughs> i think it might get more challenging as they get older oh, i don't yes. know
0: <laughs> yes um okay what's your best parenting hack Oh, parenting hack. I feel like I'm in no position to give parenting hacks. (laughs) Everyone's got at least one that they think works for them.
1: I would say trust your mom intuition. I think we shove that down far too often. And so many times I look back and I was like, you know what? I was right about that all along. And, you know, it's okay to question your doctor, your pediatrician, to get a second opinion you know, cause your mom intuition will tell you the truth always and follow it. How many stories have you heard of a mom that like had a gut feeling about their kid and they were right, you know? Yeah. Um, so you were chosen to be their mother and you have that intuition. So I think tune into it, trust it and you'll rock it for sure.
0: Oh, thank you. That was so good.
1: <laughs> you have the hacks. <laughs>
0: that's all I got. (laughs) That's perfect. I was like thinking of hacks. I'm like, okay. Um, always keep extra diapers in your car. (laughs) Like
1: very basic things. (laughs) I'm trying to think what's a more simple hack. Someone said this once and I love it. They put out a toy in the living room for their kids when they wake up, Uh just like a random toy from the house but like it's new and exciting and it's like waiting for you. Yeah. And then they start like looking forward to like what toy it's going to be tomorrow. Oh, so that's a hack. That's a good, one.
0: That's a good yeah. one. Your first one was great. And that one's good too. <laughs> that's,
1: that's more good. of a true hack. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you. Well, so thanks much. for having me. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much. This is going to be so great. You are awesome. And I'm so excited for this. Thanks for listening to the Parents Who Talk podcast. If you like what you've heard, please leave us a review and share the love. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Parents Who Talk and join our exclusive Facebook group, the Parents Who Talk podcast. Remember to be yourself and do your best.